Chaitaji Gopalki Jai, Uri Vaishnav Guru Paramparaki Jai. Any questions tonight? Well, the um, in the Bhagavatam, the Maya Shakti herself, um, it well is described as um, being embarrassed by the service that she renders indirectly to the Lord by way of um, um, what would you say um, really responding uh, as I mentioned this morning to the way in which the jivas are um, ignoring her 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 source, so to speak. She's also depicted as sometimes as uh, bearing a trident and poking the jivas. So she's a little embarrassed by that service, and as such, she keeps a distance from the Lord. But that service is um, one that uh, that through which neg- negative impetus for the jivas um, is provided negative impetus for them to pursue spiritual life. In one sense, the purpose of the world is to give the, the, the jivas, the, the, uh, uh, the nityabhadas, the many manifest from the one, Paramatma, Mahavishnu, the opportunity to pursue bhakti. Hmm? In susupti, they can't do that. So when uh, the world is manifest, they get bodies and and minds, so to speak, and uh, the, that is a in a human form is a suitable vehicle for pursuing bhakti hmm? and meeting their maker, if you will. And so, the positive impetus for for doing so comes from the scriptures and uh, sadhus and their canvassing, their example, and so forth. But nature herself, material nature, Maya Shakti, and provides a negative impetus hmm, by giving us, a, so to speak, a due reward for the way in which we deal both with with the Godhead, largely ignoring, if you will, and then uh, treating her inappropriately as if she belongs to us rather than to him. So. I mean, she is a, a one of the shaktis of Bhagawan. You can't ig- ignore her. So she has a role uh, to play. Uh, and um, that's it. So it's a service. Mm-hmm. And she does a good job <laughs> of providing negative impetus. So, you know, there's this, it's a struggle for existence and then a, a candidate if you will, for, for bhakti is said to be one, well, for any really uh, 
transcendental uh, pursuit or embrace of any particular transcendental path is uh, requires some measure of material material exhaustion akinchana gocharam material exhaustion in the struggle so you're losing you can't win it so to speak and if you're perceptive enough you can see that well this isn't going anywhere that which I really want is not being found in material acquisition indeed the opposite is is, is uh, accruing from that and these are not the things that can't be figured out by someone. Instead, of the Buddha figured it out without any scripture, right? Hmm? Sat down and figured it out. That attachment, the, the thirst for things, the trishna, the thirst for things, and the, and the, the attachment to them is the is the, uh, the cause of suffering. So, giving up that thirst, letting go, is the end of suffering. That's pretty wise, right? Hmm. You can write a million books, but he just sat down and figured that out. <laughs> and um, uh, so, some introspection. Hmm. Now, one can, in terms of the larger picture, so to speak, which is what's important, come to a, a fairly good understanding of what what's going on. Hmm. Right? In this regard, how... Um, the pursuit of acquisition, while it has an appearance of giving me security, happiness, and um, uh, knowledge, is actually resulting in, in 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 the opposite. What appears to be happiness is the beginning of suffering. Suffering. If you just play the movie out a little, a little further, right? So uh, you know, a Socrates or a Buddha. Can, can figure this out by, by paying attention. Hmm? Buddha, as I say, we you know, kind of did it without the scripture, so we just sat down under the tree and figured it out. So um, that's why I say, in a sense, n- nature is, is, is speaking to us, what she's doing. Hmm? If we pay attention, we can see it, and it's telling us. That, that that through the attempt to exploit her to to acquire and make oneself more was becoming less hmm? the more you think something is mine the smaller you are hmm? the more narrow you are the less loving you are right unless you think Krishna's mine that's another thing right but he's not uh, part of the uh, coming and goings of names and forms in the world of material existence. So, there's something to learn. Hmm? If we pay attention to what we're doing, we can learn in a larger sense, in an overall sense, and in a more important sense, the bigger picture of what is out there as I sometimes say, hmm? which is the the whole investigation of the scientific community. What's out there? How does it work? Hmm? And they find out so many fascinating details of how it works, but it's often at the, the cost of the larger picture. So if you want to look really close, hmm? 
right, then you may miss the big picture. The Bhagavatam's dealing with the bigger picture. So that if you look really close with a microscope or a telescope and examine with such instruments uh, the, the the nature of what's out there of reality hmm? uh, not, not only is is it at the cost of potentially of missing the the larger picture but it the, it seems to be uh, such a a failed effort that one loses sight of oneself hmm? who's who's doing the looking right Starts to equate the self with 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 matter. That's materialism. So this is the power of Maya. Don't mess with Maya. Is uh, is the message of Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita? Hmm? It's powerful. It's my Maya, and right? there's no like sorting it out, so to speak. But but you can you can assess and learn something by introspection. The the larger picture. Hmm? And certainly, with the help of the Gita and uh, other sacred texts of the Hindus, um, you're you're aided, assisted, and through Sadhu Sangha, in in seeing how the world works in a way that you maybe couldn't so readily see, and that's very illuminating. Wow, that makes sense. I hadn't seen it like that. The very thing I thought that was bringing my happiness is bringing my distress. Hmm. And then what to do about that? So this creates faith because you're seeing something that you couldn't see previously. There are other things that are being talked about that you still can't see, but by putting those that you can see that have been revealed to you through insight, through association, and so forth, in place, then you're going to get a, a third eye, so to speak, right? <laughs> to see to see something more, the more. Um, yeah, so it's a very uh, profound, uh, I would say, picture of, of nature and how it works and all you need to know, so to speak. Do you need to know all the details? What, what, is, the, what, is, the, what is the purpose of knowing all the details when, when, for the most part, our scientific investigation and facts or data, let's say, gathered from that Observation, it's just placed in the hands of tech technicians hmm, who work with the data and the information to bring about some pragmatic results. Or it's thought to be pragmatic, faster means of communicating on the run, hmm, which I mean things were fine with snail mail. I mean, the world worked fine, right? Without email, it was, it was, it was, it was there wasn't any more. <laughs> you, now you have to go go faster, right? Keep up, keep keep up with it all. So you know the, the, these things they have their value in 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 the in a sense, um, in the context of the world in which we live in, they have value maybe to communicate the bigger picture. <laughs> we would say. To use a thorn to take a thorn out is an example of the Bhagavatam. Hmm? So we might might use such modern technological developments hmm, to uh, cast shed a light on the bigger picture, if you will. But for the most part, it would seem that um, 
the data as being, as I say, turnover the technicians that, that are uh, using it to in such a way that 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 that, that, it's, that, that it serves as a distraction, hmm? and continues the illusion that just uh, more choices hmm, uh, is what freedom is about, and more opportunities, more ways to to uh, take the you know we said that's the stuff when we were kids called Play-Doh. You know what Play-Doh is? You take it and you make it different things out of it and collapse it and so forth. So um, something like that. Like I say, go to the moon. It's a I would look at it, you know, as as pursuit of the self, really. Again, trying to expand the physical world because we just don't quite fit in its boundaries. We want to make it larger. But if you want to go to the moon, fine. And, uh, and so they have some. But w- what were you looking for when you went there? Really, I would say, we're looking for the self. Hmm? And it can be found in a much, much less dangerous and inexpensive uh, uh, mode of travel. Just sit and go travel within, right? Not so easy. It's harder than going to the moon. <laughs> it's less expensive, that's for sure. Hmm. And uh, it's, a, it's, it's quite a... Uh, a, a, uh, uh, a, a greater, further journey, the journey to end all journeys, so to speak. Um, but um, yeah, so that's not our preoccupation. We look, it's as the world, and uh, from a broader perspective, we. Um, think that we see, we see what she's trying to tell us. She's talking to us. And we listen. And we follow. And uh, that negative impetus is like pushes us. Pushes us to, to, you're, you're pushing on me, I'm pushing back. Look at yourself. Look at yourself. You're missing yourself. Look within. And, uh, and of course then, there's, as I say, the positive impetus, the form of the sacred texts, and the example of the sadhus, and so on. So we need both. Hmm? We need both. So she has her thankless task. Who's going to thank her? We're thanking her, but not too many people people do. Hmm? Um, and she herself feels a little embarrassed by it. This is this is her service, but it's required given. Given the circumstances, given our pathetic uh, condition, what else? Yes. So yesterday was Sita Thakurani's uh, appearance day or disappearance day. Sita Thakurani Kijai. And uh, today's Dalita Shashti. So you could say something about that. Well, I don't want to go into that into de- in detail, but um, obviously there are different Shakti expressions of Bhagavan relative to his different appearances. Um, Sita of Ram or of Dvaita? Takarani. Takarani, so. But um, 
Sita Dagarani, the consort of, of Advaita, is uh, in a kind of a creative way is thought of as as, as Yoga Maya, hmm? who's of, of whom there are kind of different Leela personalities that, to one extent or another, are personifications of or expressions of uh, of uh, that Yoga Maya orchestrating the scene, so to speak. So, Advaita is the is the avatar of, of the Mahavishnu, through whom the Yuga avatars typically come. But special circumstances find Bhagavan Sri Krishna in this Kali Yuga coming in the place of the Yuga avatar. So, that through he through whom the Yuga avatar typically comes issues forth and so forth and who is in, in a sense subordinate to Mahavishnu has been replaced now by the avatari so Mahavishnu has to come to have the darshan of the yuga avatar typically Mahavishnu as a source of the yuga avatar has had to come to the world to marvel at the work of the yuga avatar but in this case he has because the yuga avatar is actually the avatari and and uh, it's the avatari taking the place of the yuga avatar in a yuga that typically he may not uh, may not come tri yuga, we could say, mm-hmm. or if he comes, he's he's not that well understood. So because he has his own purpose, internal purpose as well, then Mahavishnu or some feature, as he's described of Mahavishnu, Sadashiva is coming to have the darshan of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and of course to worked hard to do that and um, he called uh, Krishna to come and he gave permission to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Krishna in the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu bore Krishna to retire he brought him for the work of the Yuga Avatar so to speak or he called him in such a way that, that he his, his descent coincided with the time of the Yuga Avatar and then when he felt that the work of the Yuga Avatar had been set in place, established, so to speak, by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he gave him permission to recede into the Antilila. This is Advaita. And so, uh, Sita Thakurani is thought of as, as, as Yoga Maya, so hmm, orchestrating behind the scenes the uh, work of the Yuga Avatar hmm, in conjunction with Advaita, which is very affectionate, of course, to Mahaprabhu, and name that uh, she nickname that she gave him is one that has stayed with him. Right? And she uh, named him after the neem tree under which he was born, which has a medicinal effect. And in light of the fact that the previous um, pregnancies of uh, um, Sachi had uh, been unsuccessful, and she named him Nimai after the name tree with a view to protect him from evil spirits and so on and so forth. And of course it's her, with her, uh, the affection behind the name has, has caused it to, to, to stick. He's more readily referred to by his associates as 
Nimai than he is by his given name, Vishvambar, Vishvambar Mishra. And um, so, yeah, she played a prominent role, kind of more behind-the-scenes role, we would, as being identified as she is with some expression of the of the, the yoga maya related to the yuga avatar feature and um, her divinity is said to have been um, revealed at times in the uh, sangha of devotees taking prasad at Advaita's house when she would manifest forearms to serve everybody where assembled there hmm. um, and you know overall a, a, a with all the different Vishnu Tattva uh, expansions and avatars typically there's a corresponding form of, of Radha a Lakshmi hmm. so Advaita Sadashiv has his, his Lakshmi um, uh, and that's, I guess, interesting in that uh, uh, Mahavishnu has as a consort Ramadevi. Uh, he glances at material nature, doesn't go there. He's kind of a related consort who we were just talking about. But um, Lalit Saki is then, of course, a... a past friend of Radha and um, in, in Krishna Leela and uh, although qualified along with Vishaka to be a group leader herself she subjugates herself to the service of Radha or to the friend, friendship with Radha and um, doesn't Entertain a separate group, although she helps to oversee the Manjaris of Radha. So, in Manjari sector of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, centered around Rupa, serving under Lalita, although I believe Raghunathas may be considered to be under the more under the guidance of Vishaka, born on the same day as Radha. But Lalita is very uh, prominent and very. Um, bold figure often arguing um, strongly against Krishna's advances in, in a protective type of posture with regard to upholding the dignity of Radha in the face of this uh, debauchery of, of Krishna and his advances and his lack of fidelity as it would seem. Hmm. Um, so it's a very strong and forceful upholder, as I say, of, uh, the protector of the dignity of Radha. And um, so uh, often chastising Krishna hmm. and even strongly instructing Radha, no, no, don't, you can't go, you can't break your your, your man at this, this, this point he's, he's not deserving and so forth and speaking all very strongly also to um, 
the Priyanarma Sakas in this regard. But Pujapachita Marsh uh, took that uh, strong nature of, uh, of, of Radha. It's a technical name for that within the heroines of uh, that uh, I believe Rupa Goswami details 360 different types of heroines, sentiments, and dispositions. The Radha's, in one sense, uh, uh, um, the combination of all and the manifests gopis like like Lalita to embody in particular that uh, disposition, Prabhalba, I think, or position is a Sanskrit term for, but Pujapadshidamars took that kind of outgoing and strong willed very strong-willed woman, uh, the disposition, and uh, described it as someone who was a, a powerful canvasser for the camp of Radha to bring others uh, within and so forth. She's uh, in many of the uh, uh, lineages of. Chaitanya Sampradaya and the Gaudi Sampradaya, she's identified with Sarup Damodar, hmm? close associate secretary of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? There are other ways that there she's, he's, she's thought about in Gauralila, but in our Bhaktivinoda Paribar, that seems to be the prominent perspective. Hmm? Lita's come as, as Sarup Damodar, and there she was, as we were speaking the other day. In Gaurila, making sure that that approach to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu through literature, poetry, and offering of praise and so forth was uh, was worthy of his hearing, hmm? that it was suitable hmm? for his for his ear, being correct in tattva and and uh, in consideration of of rasa, hmm? it was the filter and is in his arms and that of sort of and of uh, of uh, um, Ramananda that Mahaprabhu finds himself almost almost exclusively in Antilila. There, Krishnadas Kaviraj does himself compare, and this is perhaps where the uh, kind of the license to see her as such. Where Sarupadamadar is compared to Lalita Saki, of course, <laughs> in the same passage, Ramananda is is uh, compared to um, Subal, which hasn't been <laughs> as readily embraced, if you will. Um, but canvassing to, or excuse me, uh, catering to, tendering to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu hmm? in the Bhav of Radha, feeling separation from Krishna. Tendered to by uh, Lita Saki and the Bab of Krishna, feeling separation from Radha, tendered to by Subal. All that, although that could cross over as well, as far as Subal goes, you can also tender to Radha in her separation of, uh, for Krishna in ways that Lita would not be as uh, functional or involved in tendering to Krishna. In terms of his separation from from Radha, but um, a prominent, prominent, very prominent uh, figure in, in the Gaudiya 
Rodia line, Madhurya Rasa, Litasakya Kijaya, Sivatakurana Kijaya. Big subjects, though. Some smaller questions? Yes. Uh, referring back to uh, Mahamaya, Mind down more down to earth, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Someone you're more familiar with. Referring <laughs> <laughs> to Jiva Goswami's Tathasandarva, he speaks about how Mahamaya or Mahashakti is uh, kind of paradoxical in the sense that it, how Bhagavan is. completely transcendental and spiritual, how can something that is material come from him? And Jiva Goswami gives the explanation that, well, if God is complete, then he also has everything that is completely spiritual and completely material. It's it's kind of a paradox idea. So I'm thinking, (coughs) and I guess that word was used too, but dual chandra is like a paradox. And in that sense, uh, what comes to mind is Achinta Peta Pei Tattva, and how does that play into, um, is that also one and different with Mahamaya? Because I've heard it talk about the, the Tattva Jeeva yeah. being Yeah, yeah. All of the Shaktis of Bhagavan are one and different from him. Hmm? One and one with him and different from him at the same time. They're different... They're one with him in in a, in, a, in a very basic sense, in the least that they all have no other source. They're his shaktis. Hmm? So if you look at his shaktis as your energies by which you do things, they they don't belong to anybody else. They belong to you. Hmm? So they're one with you in that sense. Do you follow? Hmm? And it's a composite. So Bhagavan with his shaktis. He has substance, he has shadow. I've given the example of the fire. So smoke is part of the fire. Right? Although it's achit, although it's opaque, opaque, it's not luminous, it's the opposite. Right? How can smoke come from fire? Well, it does. (laughs) Right? Um, So where there's smoke... There's fire. Hmm. So, here you have an example. Fire is luminous. Smoke is is the opposite of that. Hmm. How can they be? But so it's a it's a it's a it's a, a good analogy to help us appreciate. Uh, but but yes, Maya Shakti is one with and and different, like all the Shaktis, with Krishna. Now I also like to say that Maya Shakti is more different than one. Hmm. The Swarup Shakti is more one than different. Hmm. Um, so these are the two ends of the spectrum, right? So you have, um, for example, Bhagwan is Chit, and he has Chit Shakti. Maya is an Achit Shakti. It's not conscious. Hmm. So in that sense, Sarup Shakti is more like, more one than different. Hmm? And this is exactly the point that you're making. Maya Shakti seems pretty different. Hmm? Seems like doesn't even belong there. Hmm? He's self-luminous and uh, enlightened, and she's the darkness. So, but 
substance and the, and, and the shadow, something like that, or um, or fire and, and, and its smoke is, is, is maybe even a better um, analogy to help us uh, appreciate the point. Hmm. So yeah, that's the whole picture. But but that Maya Shakti is has no other. It's not like a devil has some separate existence from God competing with him or something like that. Uh, I don't even understand, understand how that could work. God could have a competitor that he... That he I mean, but at any rate, uh, she, so she's not a competitor. She's not an enemy. She has a thankless task. We are acting in a way that warrants that we get that kind of a response. You deserve this, you know, a slap on the wrist, so to speak, in terms of how you're relating to Bhagwan. And it's your fault. It's not his fault. But he put me here in the first place. No, you've always been here. Well, why have I always been here? You tell me. That's God. It's the way God is. All these, all this is. These are all features of the Godhead, right? Karma is not a kind of a, a theory that um, seeks to resolve the, uh, you know, the issue of uh, theodicy. How, 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 how uh, to um, what would it be to? Um, it does, in a sense, but absolve God from any evil. It does, in a sense, but. It's more of just explaining how things work in the world than something that he's put in place or something like that. But God is the source of everything. Everything comes from him. Yeah, but he's not just like deciding to make up a Maya Shakti. Here it is. Make up a Jiva Shakti. Mahavishnu becomes many. But there's no beginning to that. The many are his his Tathasta Shakti. Mahasankarshan. Somebody was saying... Where is it said anywhere in the, in, the, in the literature that you know, the jivas come from the Paramatma? The person asking the question, I'm not sure if he understands that, that when we say Paramatma here, we mean um, all the features, all the Purusha avatars of Vishnu. Mahavishnu, Karnadakshai Vishnu, Mahavishnu, the, 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 the uh, Garbhadakshai Vishnu, Shuradakshai Vishnu. The Vishnu who, from whom the, the whole cosmos emanates. The Vishnu who enters each globe, if you will, or universe of the cosmos. The Vishnu that enters into every atom. Hmm. Vishnu means all-pervasive. He's all-pervasive, right? Hmm. So there's three distinct, distinct features. And they're part, they're, they're expansions of three-quarters of the second Chaturvyuha. Chaturvyuha of Narayan, Vasudev, in Vaikuntha, Sankarshan, Pradyumna, Naniruddha. So Mahasankarshan manifests as the Mahavishnu. Then Pradyumna as the Garbhodaksha Vishnu. Then Aniruddha as the Sigurdaksha Vishnu, presiding over um, ego, intellect, mind, aspects of the complicated, of the, of the, of the Antakarna, the subtle body, right? Hmm? Vasudeva over Chitta, Narayan, remaining in Vaikuntha. So that Mahasankarshan, 
according to the literature, according, let's say, look to Chaitanya Charitamrita, is the source of the Tathasta Shakti. It's not that he, he, he as Mahavishnu, he manifests a number of jivas, and some go up and some go down. As Mahasankarshan, he manifests jivas of the Tatasta Shakti that are Nityasiddhas in Baikuntha. And as Mahavishnu, he manifests Bada jivas in relation to the Maya Shakti that he has jurisdiction over. So wherever God is, he's, he, he, he's, he's manifesting friends, associates. That's what he does. Right? As Baladev, then, as Radha, she's manifesting associates in Madhuri Rasa, right? Like we just talked about, Lalita, Saki, so forth. Lakshmi Sahasrasata, Sambhamasevima, so many Lakshmis in Golok. So, are we going to deny Mahavishnu? That's his whole purpose, it's in a sense. Become many, that there may be the possibility for Narayan uh, tasting, experiencing compassion, hmm? deliverance, to bestow mukti. He has a desire to bestow mukti. Well, if you're going to bestow, this is clearly stated in Chaitanya Charter. If he's going to bestow mukti, there has to be some place to. So that is a feature of himself. So there is such a world. Hmm? And that is a particular leela. That doesn't sound like much of a leela to me. Well, you know, don't argue with the scripture. Argue for the scripture. That's what argumentation is for. That's what your intellect is for. Hmm? If you want to make the whole thing fit to your intellect, you're going to remain in the material world. And you're going to be repelled from there because it's not the vehicle unto itself to go there with. It's not, we, it's not that we don't use it, but we use it to extend and, and understand the argument of the scripture that speaks about things ultimately that we could not know with our intellect alone. Hmm? So, so, where is it said that the jivas come from Mahavishnu? They come, everything comes from Krishna. They come from Krishna. Krishna says in the Gita, Tasam Brahma Mahadyonirambija Pradapita. Krishna says, I'm the seed giving father of uh, I, I impregnate the uh, the womb of material nature with with the jivas and the world issues forth. See, Krishna did it. Right? Krishna did it. Hmm. That's Krishna speaking about his what he does in the form of Mahavishnu. Because that's what Mahavishnu does. Who's glancing at who's who's depicted as glancing at material nature? Krishna? No, his eyes are fixed on Radha. <laughs> uh, he's absorbed in his by, by the influence of his internal Shakti. That's who Krishna is, as we were speaking this morning. This is what Bhakti is really about, cap able to overwhelm Krishna. Hmm? Krishna's both eyes are fixed on Radha hmm? he has no eyes to glance at material nature but as his, in his Vishnu form as Mahavishnu, Mahasankarshan he does hmm? right and, and the, so he is placing the seed so to speak of consciousness that 
makes the world then go round. So the pradhan is in a state of equilibrium, the modes of nature, the glancing on material nature causes it to go into motion. It has a motion of its own, but it's generated by the touch of consciousness. Hmm? That then, so to speak, animates and makes the subtle matter consciousness-like, hmm? and so forth, and the gross matter evolves from this, and so on and so forth, right? So, I mean, how could you miss it? I don't know. Hmm. But the, the Mahavishnu is, 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 the, is the source of the jivas in this world, and there's absolutely no such description. That first they were with Krishna, then he sent them away, or, or then they departed, right? And went, went, somehow went into Susupti, within Mahavishnu, and then came to the material world. There's no such, such description, and for good reason. Because if, if the Surup Shakti has the power to make Brahman dance, as I often say, he who is everywhere can't move, to make him dance. And to make him dance, it means, Amishisha Guru Nata, he says. I am Krishna, I am the, I am the disciple, and Radharani's dancing is my teacher. And I am like a puppet. That's what Krishna is in Vrindavan. He is the puppet in the hands of his Srupa Shakti. This is one of the characteristics of Prem Bhakti, Prem Bhakti, that it overwhelms Krishna. Krishna is subordinate to it. Wherever Bhakti goes, if she goes into your heart, Krishna's got to go there. He cannot, he cannot not go there. He has to go there. What was the meaning of bhakti without Krishna? What was the meaning of Krishna without bhakti? Right? So, if that is the power, and I often say this, of, of the of bhakti, of the sarup shakti, hmm? Krishna can't get out from underneath her. And he's the independent free will. He has totally, he's swarat, fully independent will. He can't get out, and why would he want to? Of this, of the embrace of of, of the love of the, the devotees of Braj, right? That, that that create the leela. I mean, obviously they're doing it in conjunction with Krishna, but this is the this this shakti makes the leela go round. Krishna overwhelmed by by his internal energy by praying. If that's the case for Krishna, how how are you going to leave if you're in the, if you're in Goloka Vrindavan? As I often say, you're just going to will it. I decided I didn't like this today. I'm going to leave. I've got free will. If your free will was so so well so strong, try it out. Will yourself out of the influence of Maya Shakti. Just will yourself out. Go ahead. Go ahead. Make a wish. <laughs> didn't work, did it? So you don't have the power of will. You have some willpower, but not enough willpower to overcome the influence of Maya Shakti. How can you have willpower to overcome the influence of the Sarup Shakti? Steep within it. Hmm? And if you did, well, that would, Krishna wouldn't be all attractive. Right? So, I mean, it's, a, <laughs> it's, it's pretty rudimentary, pretty basic to the, to the teaching. Hmm? So, how do we get there? So, the Mahavishnu, one becomes many. So, there's, there's a need for the world. There's a need for the world. It's a, we can reason about it. I mean, and kind of come up with a 
relatively speaking, a need for it, the compassion of Vishnu. And it's described like this in Chaitanya Charitamrita also. Hmm? But um, but it's the it's the nature of we we there is a material world. There is something called matter. And there is an observer of it. Hmm? We are the observer. And we are at the same time, while superior in that sense to the observed, taking a beating from that which we're observing. That's backwards. That's a fact. Like I said, you can think it out, right? And realize it. The Buddha realized it. Of course, Buddha Avatar. <laughs> we look at it as a shock to Vesh, but well, anyway, he got, it. He got some power by using his intelligence wisely. So it exists is the point, right? Why does it exist? Why is there smoke to fire? Well, because there's combustion. It's not, whatever. But, but why is there that? Why is there that? Why is there that? It just is. So how to, how to, how to, how to maneuver within it and how to understand how it, how it all functions. At a certain point, why questions are useful and at a certain point, they're not. Hmm? Why is there God? Why is there anything? Now you're going too far with it. There is something, okay. Why there is, it's not an issue. Hmm. How it works, how it functions, now becomes, that. then how, then how becomes important. Yes? Um, so we mentioned like uh, Mahavishnu, the purpose of that is Mahavishnu to bestow compassion, he wants to bestow compassion he wants to bestow mukti. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. He wants to bestow mukti, which is compassionate. Yeah. And so, but for example, it seems like Chaitanya Lila also needs this world that the tradition souls. It's also can we can we say this is also another reason all the the, the Chaitanya Lila, Krishna Lila as well, human like, want it. Yeah. Do it in human society. Love is a fallen condition. Let's go to the fallen place and, and, and play out the, the romantic like life. Yeah. There is a very um, strong connection, actually, between the Maya Shakti and the Sarup Shakti. Hmm? As opposites are actually uh, similar. Opposites are, uh, uh, I don't know if that's the right way to say it. Similar, they're they're they're, they're the, the well the the, the 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 direct opposite of something is 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 the other th- is the same thing. Looking at it from another yeah. side, if it's if it's the opposite of this, then it's related to that. So there's a there's a lot of correlation between the Maya Shakti and the Srup Shakti. Actually, that's why we see. For example, Durga is another name for Radha, for example. Durga is the goddess, presides over the Gopal Mantra. Right? Uh, the uh, child of Yashoda, the female child, when taken to the Kamsa's prison house, then showed herself as, as, the, as the Mahamaya, then collapsed, enacted as Subhadra. Wife of Arjuna. Right. Hmm. 
um, sister of Balaram and so forth, Krishna. So, um, which is, she's not functioning as yoga, as, as Mahamaya there, right? Yeah. So, uh, Prabhupada used to give the example of electricity. It can heat or it can cool. We call it, we call it yoga maya, we call it Mahamaya. Hmm? So, there's kind of a similarity in a way, hmm? a, a connection between them. Hmm? They're both deluding influences also in the ultimate. You know, ultimately, yoga maya is, is a deluding influence for the full measure in, of enlightenment to be manifest, right? For there to be intimacy between the jiva and Bhagawan. There has to be some covering of Bhagawan's Aishwarya and, and divinity in his own mind and in the minds of his devotees. For there to be intimacy, so that's the kind of the, delu- the, delu- the delusion. Hmm. Sometimes the samvit, the knowing uh, aspect of the internal energy, is thought to be related to yoga maya. So, loving is knowing, right? Even when the loving requires not knowing something. Not knowing that he's God facilitates the loving. And by loving, to know him is to love him. Hmm. To know, know, know him is to love, love, love. It's an old song from the 50s. <laughs> so, uh, uh, meanwhile, the Sarup Shakti, the, the Tatasta Shakti, we're a little, you know, like, whoa, we go one way or the other way, go one way or the other way. Hmm? There's there's kind of, in the one sense, the way I'm talking about, more of a relationship between the Maya Shakti and the Sarup Shakti. They're both the environments, right, that, that, that uh, uh, nourish the Tatasta Shakti in one way or another in terms of functioning in the material world with the material persona or functioning in the spiritual world with the spiritual persona. So, there's a place for the Maya Shakti. And yes, it's one and different from Bhagavan. That's a fact. All of the Shaktis are one and different. He cannot ignore his Maya Shakti, it exists. It's part of him. He associates with her through the glance of Mahavishnu. And there we are. Right? Fascinating. What else? Yes. Or they are like uh, 
animals that are not very uh, nice so or like I don't know some uh, like some uh, things in nature sometimes we perceive them as something that's harmful to us so how to see it uh, as body of God and respect. Well, I think that that's uh, presented in the Bhagavatam in the second canto as a beginning meditation that doesn't so much pertain to um, those on the bhakti marg itself. Mm -hmm. And so a very kind of broad description is given. The mountains are his bones, the sun and moon are his eyes, and it doesn't get into uh, what the cockroaches are, or this type of spider, or that particular type of ant. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, it's painted with a more broad uh, brush. But I think that um, while it's true that some species of life or features of nature um, uh, are a cause of trepidation for ourselves and um, uh, dangerous even, uh, it should be obvious that, that, the, that the entire picture of, of, of the material world is one that it all works together, it all has its purpose. So if you take this one predator out of the equation, well, you know, it's, it, it doesn't work as well. It's a problem. And so, so uh, without going into all the details, which is a, the mind of God, so to speak, the whole composite together provides us a field of activity by which we can pursue bhakti. Why there needs to be black widow spiders, you know, we don't know exactly, but if you took them out of the equation, something would be missing. And there's a very nice uh, video, it's a short video that I saw at one, one time, which was about um, placing wolves back within a particular national uh, park or for, forest uh, preserve in the United States where they had been um, uh, on the brink of extinction by hunters or whatever, I don't know. So they, they, they reintroduced, anybody see the, ever see this? Yeah. Quite nice. Yeah. Reintroduced wolves into the situation and then they showed in this video all the things that happened positively Hmm? Yes, they ate some deer, but then it caused, which is, you know, they're, they're, they're predators, and, uh, and, 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 but then some, that caused something else, and, it's, and the whole place became so, um, forgive me, I can't go into the details because I can't remember them, but it was very, quite startling, all the things that happened, but take, so that's, you know, this idea that Oh, who cares if an owl, you know, goes extinct or something like that? This is a very narrow perspective. Better to have, have venerate the na nature, which is what you're asking about, as the, the as a feature in the mind of the Godhead, the Shristi Lila feature in the mind of Mahavishnu, and it, it just works so magically, so so perfectly. Even even though one food is one is one of being is food for another and so forth and it's in this way it's it's a 
it's uh, there's danger at every step and you can you know go down that route and that's useful at times but it it is a, a, a field as it's described also in the Gita of activity where we as Jeevas can now uh, from Susupti being in, in a situation to pursue bhakti you can't within pursuit within within the deep sleep within Mahavishnu to come out and this is his domain Mahasankarshan is presiding over this domain so the jivas come out for the purpose of in his mind of serving Bhagawan but the material nature is 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 there and and, and it facilitates and at the same time well Sanatana says it gives him a chance to be tested, right? Their bhakti. So I think you have to just kind of look at the whole, whole picture, and have regard for the extraordinary nature of the material environment. That's just fascinating to, to uh, understand all the intricacies of how it works and and uh, and so on. Does that help? Yeah. But otherwise, um, and that's a good idea, but otherwise, typically, the, the Virata Rupa kind of way of imagining the world as the body of God is, uh, is, is, is not what devotees do because they have another idea of the body of God. Tribhangalalitam Shamsundaram Krishna. So they meditate on the form of Krishna. Just like also in Bhagavatam, we have this description in the fifth canto of the cosmos. It's said to be a description for yogis, not for devotees, who already have the form, a higher idea of the form of God in mind that they're meditating on. But for yogis in the audience, then, Sukadev spoke in this way. So, who needs the mind of a yogi? When you could have the mind of a bhakta and have sham, sham sundaram in mind. Yam sham sundaram achintaguna sarupam bovindam adipurusham tamaham bhajami. Preyanjana charita bhakti vilochane sandasare bhardayeshu vilokayam Shiram, Sham, Kijai, Go, Bhaktivinda Kijai, Go, Premanandi, Panchakal Vaturubhyas Chak, Kivasindu Bhyeva Chak, Patitanam Bhavani Vaishnavi Guru, Ananta Kodi Vaishnavi Guru, Jai, Shri Guru Maharaj, Jai.